Welcome to the Right Now Show. This show is all about inspiring our generation, people in their 20s, to go out and actually go for your dream, to find out what your purpose and your mission in life is. And I know that you listening, you are capable of so much more than you can possibly imagine. And I want you to go out and I want you to make that happen. And on this show, we're going to bring on people that have inspired us that are absolutely just crushing it in life and have overcome insane odds and this show is called the right now show because the only thing that is truly real is this moment let's get into the show all right guys welcome to the right now show today our guest is an entrepreneur investor um and he's also a business and mindset coach manny campos welcome to the show what's What's up man thanks for having me appreciate you having me here yeah, so we got to know each other a couple months back, and I, I remember you have like a, a super unique childhood, right? Because you weren't born in America. You're, uh, where were you born I was again? born in Cuba. Born and raised in Cuba. So born and raised in Cuba. Tell me, what was, what was that like? Amazing. I feel that gave me a lot of the, the foundation to where I'm at today. You know, it's, it's, there's a lot to it. Um, lack of awareness was one of the biggest thing because over there, you know, everything is super limited. So you don't get to see what the world looks like certain form. So when you get out of there, you're like, Oh, all of this is possible. Wow. Right. Um, but living there and being raised there, learned so much, so many principles and, and you know, I wouldn't change a day of it. Yeah. So like, like for me, like, for example, like I have no idea what Cuba is like over there. Like, I, I don't even know what the landscape looks like. I don't know what the culture is like. Like, what is what is the culture like in Cuba? I mean, the culture is great. Um, you get to learn a lot because there's a little bit of everything. The country is beautiful. Um, if you ever go, you should definitely mm-hmm. go visit. Um, Baradero is one of the most beautiful beaches out there. And literally white sand, you walk for, for minutes and you still like the water is literally up to your toes. So it's like, it's beautiful. Landscape is beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. It's just, you know, it has gone through a lot of, uh, put, like a political situation that has put the country in a pretty bad situation for the past 50 plus, 60 years almost, I believe. So it, it cannot stop. Right. The country kind of like stopped developing. So you see cars for literally the 80s, the 70s, the 40s. You see cars from the like the 40s, the 50s. It's kind of like uh, like there was a pause, right, on, on the economy. So there's a lot to Cuba, bro. A lot of political stuff, a lot. But the culture, the people, yeah. great, amazing, great food, um, and beautiful. I mean, beautiful, 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 beautiful. All the island is amazing. That's awesome, man. So uh, talk to me about um, the transition from Cuba to America. What made you do that? What age were you when you decided to do yeah, that? Yeah, it was actually, uh, we left when I was about 10, 11. Um, my mom, my dad, they made okay. the decision to leave. Um, obviously, the country, everybody in Cuba is trying to leave Cuba. Um, just because, you know, the situation, how it is, the economy, there's, uh, uh, there's, um, there's a shortage of most, most of it, right? There's no food, there's no gas, there's... It's a lot of going on, right? So most people mm-hmm. are trying to lead to obviously um, get, a, get a better opportunity to work and live a better life, right? So my mom decided to leave. We left right. uh, the country when I was about 11, I believe, 10, 11. We left to Spain, uh, lived there for about a year, almost two years, and then here to U.S. So it was a big change for me, man, a big change. Um, it opened up my eyes. Like everything was like, wow, I'm in a movie. Right, the lights—you don't see that many lights over there. The lights, the screens, the colors, the 
I remember I landed in Spain mm. on Christmas time and I had never seen this many lights on, like all the, you know, all the arrangements for Christmas wow. and all of the stuff. So it was like, wow, wake up call, you know? Right. All right. So you moved from Cuba when you were 11 years old, went to Spain for a year, and then you landed in the U.S. Were you in Miami the whole time? I know you're Miami Yeah, the right whole now. time. I'm in Miami now. Uh, we came straight to Miami. We had some family here. Things in Spain were really rough. Um, we went through really rough time over there because neither my mom or my dad had a job. So we're literally living on the government's uh, help. We're living, well, we're living on 400 euros a month, like the three of us. So you, you can imagine, right? So wow. we left because yeah. of that. My dad had to stay behind. Uh, so it was just my mom and me when we got here to the, to the U.S. And yeah, and mm -hmm. just, you know, when I got here to school and got to work right away. Okay, cool. So you're like 13, got into Miami. And then I'll just let the cat out of the bag. You went from broke to a millionaire in the matter of 12 months. When was that? And explain to me like the come up from, you know, kind of being in Miami I, I know you weren't like super well off, um, like you're just under your mom. Like yeah, she she's everything for me, man. Uh, my mom, my dad, they're, that's my biggest, my biggest motivation day in and day out. Um, that was my biggest push and one of the things that actually got me to, to the success that, that I was able to accomplish. Just to give you a quick background story, when I came over here, I started high school uh, my freshman year. I've been here since I was a, a freshman. And during high school, I had two jobs to help out my mom because it was just my mom and me. My dad literally was, had no, he, he didn't have a penny. He was living in Spain, barely surviving. So it was just my mom and me. Um, I, I was able to get two jobs, to the, one in summer, another in McDonald's, help it out with everything. And then I started my first business um, during my senior year, which I had no idea about business, but I heard from a friend that washing cars made money back then. So mm -hmm. I started washing cars uh, during my senior year. That's what, that was my first like, all right, there is another world out there. You can make money on your own. You don't have to work a job, right? So started out with a friend, uh, we grew it. And uh, I met a guy, man, that I literally have to talk about him every time I do one of these interviews because this guy, I believe was a big change in my life. And he put me on to Grant mm -hmm. Cardone. So at this point, I had no idea what self-development was, what an Audi or a book was. I was just washing cars and making money, right? This guy meets me. Uh, I'm right. washing cars right outside a building, at a company building that I had a few clients. At this time, I'm charging like $20 a car uh, to wash it. Bro, Miami's weather, 90 degrees. I'm washing 10 cars a day. So it's like, it's hefty, right? But I'm so hungry, excited yeah. because I'm bringing in... Uh, money to the house to help our mom and this guy pulls up and he goes, you know, how much do you charge? I'm like, oh, 15, 20 bucks, depending on the car. And I'm like, what, what car do you want? I'm like, he's a customer. And he goes, no, I actually have the same business. I have a car wash. Let's talk. Show me what you're doing. So, you know, he shows me around. He asked me a couple of questions. And at the end, he goes, you have to charge more. You have to charge more money for what you're doing. Because the quality of the job that you're doing, people will pay you $50 a car, $40 a car. He put me on to Grand Cardone 10X rule. That was the first book I ever got my hands on. And after that, I was able to literally flip the switch. And it's all about awareness. I was able to say, okay, people can pay this. All right, I'm going to start charging this. Flip the switch and I started charging $50, you know, $60 per, per wash. And all I changed was from car wash to now we're doing detailing. 
So we're doing mobile detailing. So do you imagine it's literally mm-hmm. just a word and the job was pretty much the same. I'm not gonna lie to you, it's pretty much the same. But that that exposure yeah. to like what's possible and what you can do changed it all for me. Um, did that. Uh, and I feel this guy, you know, it was one of the biggest, you know, eye opener ever. That's amazing. Yeah, it sounded like you kind of had like that poverty mindset, yeah. like a fear of poverty. And then that guy came along and he kind of changed that trajectory for the Bro, rest I had of no life idea. For that. me, a million dollar was not even like, I always, this one thing that is funny because I always used to tell my friends, I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm going to make money. Like, I want to make money. But I just had no idea what I was saying, yeah. bro. I had no idea at the, at the mm-hmm. time the business was doing great and I was doing barely $3,000 a month, $4,000 a month. I thought I was rich. <laughs> I just had no idea. You know, it's that <laughs> lack of, of right. awareness. Um, but he put me on and, and that changed it all from there on whole journey, started college right at, at Ohio school. Uh, I was able to scale up that business, but during high school, uh, during college, I sold it. Just because I just didn't have time to do both. I sold the business, stick to college for the first year, and it just clicked. After the first year, it clicked. I dropped out. I'm like, college is not for me. I'm not learning what I want to do. Uh, doesn't make sense financially. So the journey, I feel that's when the journey actually began. Um, and bro, went through everything. Promoted nightclubs, uh, did promoted boxing fights. I was reselling offer of uh, products on offer of. I was doing Uber Eats. I was doing every business you can think of. I even consulted for a legal firm. Um, everything you can think of, bro, I was doing it. I did network marketing for a few years and that's what, that's something that actually opened up a lot for me as well, mindset-wise. And right. right after network marketing, I came across after jumping from business to business and kind of like failure to failure, I lost everything I made on the car wash and, and selling the business because I had no idea what I was doing. I was just throwing money so many places. I had no idea. I lost it all. But after network marketing, I came across e-commerce and that's when the big breakthrough happened. And literally in 12 months, I was able to grow a business, an e-commerce business from nothing from $125 to over $20 million a year in sales. So I feel that that was like the wow. breakthrough because... It just took me $125. And when people ask me, what does it take? I'm like, bro, it takes $125 because that's what it costs to open up an LLC in Florida. Wow. So how old are you right now? I'm 25. You're 25. You're only 25. Yeah. Because this podcast is catered to 20 year olds, you know, trying to find their mission in life, trying to find your purpose. And, you know, you were in college, you dropped out, you knew that wasn't for you. And then you just started trying like everything that was put in front of you until you found the thing. And I think a lot of people, they uh, they just settle. They go to do, and they do that nine to five job, or they do, they do something that someone else mm-hmm. wants them to do. But you didn't do that. Um, so like, what what was that driving factor? Like, why why didn't you just go and you know go throughout college? Why did you go start your own business? Like, you know, what what in your mind made you do that? The first business, I had no idea what I was doing. Um, I literally just started washing cars, and I, that opened up my eyes because it's like, all right, you can make money yeah. on your own. You don't need a diploma. So that kind of like opened up my eyes a little bit. Um, but my mom always wanted that diploma on the wall. That was a big thing in my family. She's like, all right, you have to. She's a lawyer back in mm-hmm. Cuba. So for her, she's like, you need that diploma. You need that in that wall. But during college, it just kicked in. I ran the numbers, didn't make sense. Um, so I dropped out. And one of the biggest things that kept me through the journey, um, it was them, bro. 
my mom and my dad, I knew I couldn't retire them on on a salary. I couldn't, I couldn't, if I was gonna go to college, it was gonna take me three to four years for me to get a degree. And then after that, I was gonna make 80K a year. I can't retire my mom and my dad on 80K a year. And one of the biggest things for me was thinking about them, but I was, I used to think, and I still, still do, I don't wanna wait until I'm 30, 40 years old for them to enjoy life. I want them to enjoy life now so they're able to see what's out there. They were the ones that opened up the yeah. doors for me and they put me in here and they did everything for me. So for me, it was like, I don't want my mom to be 60, 70 years old and then I can afford a vacation. I want her to go to Europe now. I want her to go to experience things now, right? So that was the biggest oh, yeah. push. Like it doesn't matter how many failures I went through, downs, it, it was always, all right, I gotta retire my mom and dad. And Dude, I love that's that. the biggest thing, bro. You asked me, one of the biggest success you have ever had is none of the money, none of the, anything I've done, I was able to retire both of them um, when I was 22 years old, 21 years old. So it's that's like, incredible. for me, that was like, right, they're set, everything paid off, all the expenses cover. If they work, it's because they want mm -hmm. to. They don't have to work, right? Right. So that's my biggest accomplishment. Dude, that's so cool. That's, that's a hell of an accomplishment. Now talk to me about this this program that I see on your Instagram online. I think it's called the the Seven Step Millionaire, something like that. And you you actually help people become financially independent. Yeah, I'm talk I'm putting some that. time into that. It is my passion. I love helping people out. Um, so I exited the e-commerce business, and now I'm focusing a hundred percent on building my brand through that program. Uh, where it's basically a blueprint. I look back and I'm like, right, if I had to do this all over again. What are the step-by-step -step process that I will follow, right? What was it that worked for me? What is the blueprint that worked for me? Um, and I believe this blueprint that, I, that I've been putting together for the past year works for any individual starting up all the way to multiple six, seven figure businesses because the concept, the mentality and the background information on these steps is basically the same. Doesn't matter what level you're in. Um, so I put this program together and haven't promoted it too much, been super busy because I'm actually running a private investment fund right now. I'm building, I'm in the hedge fund industry. I've been day trading myself for a little bit over five years. That's what I'm passionate about. Um, and that's the business kind of like the, the, the business that I want to build. So I'm in there building a portfolio of multiple investments, depending on risk profile and, and all of that. Um, so that's my main focus, right. just building the brand through, through that program, through, through those steps and, you know, impacting and helping as many people as I can and building the hedge fund. Right. So that's, that's my main focus right now. Right. That's, that's where I'm at. I love that. And now to some of the listeners that are interested in, you know, possibly signing up for that program, what are some of the main things that they would learn inside that platform? So it's a pretty, uh, it's a pretty basic, uh, information to be honest. It's nothing. Um, it's nothing that you won't see out there. And, and every, every time someone asks me, is this course out there? Yes, it is. 120% right, of the courses out there, the content is online, it's on YouTube, it's on Google, right? Um, everything I learned for the e-commerce business, it wasn't a course, it was on YouTube, it was trial and error, right? So this course, right. what I did is I put it all in one place. Um, as the main foundation, the main blueprint from someone that has nothing, that has no idea where to go to what to do to kick things off and have a blueprint. Like, right, I got to do this first, this second, this third, and then a scale up from there. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's basically to cover the foundation. Right. 
to set the right foundation. That makes sense. Yeah, man, that's that's awesome. I mean, I, I think, you know, a lot of people will be interested in that. But uh, yeah, so take me through like what a typical day looks like for you. Because I mean, you're an entrepreneur, you're an investor, you're a mindset coach. But like a lot of people have trouble with structure in their day. And they don't know what, you know, what goes into like some, someone's day like yourselves. So what's like a typical day look like for Bro, you? Bro, to be honest, it depends. Um, it depends. I, I know, yeah. you know, out there on YouTube is like, wake up at 4, wake up at 5 a.m., get your workout, this mm -hmm. shit, that, that, that. That, that's bullshit, bro. You don't do that seven days out of the week, right? Um, th there's days you feel bad. There's days you don't want to do anything. There's days, you know, you go through emotional roller coaster. That's one of the biggest things in entrepreneurship. Um, and one of the things that I like to be transparent about, nothing is just like up, you know what I mean? You're just, just chilling, making money, living life, the car is traveling. No, no, no. That's, that's part of it. But it comes with a, with a big uh, burden. And... It's, it's, bro, it's like an emotional roller coaster. Some days you're up, some days you're down, some days you're confident, some days you're like doubting yourself. Am I gonna make it? Am I gonna make this the money that I want, right? So the everyday how it looks like, it depends on the day. Uh, but one thing that I've been able to structure within my daily routine is working out. Um, and honestly, I never thought I was gonna be me, the guy working out every single day, to be honest with you. But the past two years, yeah. I've been training with a good friend of mine. I've been training with a good friend of mine that uh, he is, he's a personal trainer and, and he, has, uh, he has actually added a lot of value to me because he's there every single day, right? In the morning. So that's one thing I don't mm. skip. I wake up, first thing I do is the gym. Um, and then after that, I book all my meetings after noon. I don't like to work in the mornings. I like my sleep. I like sleeping 10 hours if I can, right? Eight hours. I love sleeping. So I like my sleep. Um, I like my time in the mornings. I don't book any calls, any meetings before noon. Um, and then after that, it just depends what I have going on. Right now it's the fun. So mostly it's attorneys, accountants, right? The calls, the, the, all the paperwork, investors, this, that, the meetings. Um, few calls during the day and then a lot of self-development. That's, that's what keeps you in the game. Um, the reading, the self-development, the audios. I don't read a lot, but I do listen to a lot of audios on a daily basis. So right. I feel, you know, having a structure that works for you. That's the key point that I will say. Like the 4 a.m. doesn't work for everybody. That doesn't work for me. You wake me up at 4 a.m., I won't have a good day. Yeah. Like, yeah, I need my sleep. I like. Mm -hmm. I can relate. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you gotta get to know yourself. You gotta get to know yourself. Figure out what works for you, and create your plan within that day, right? With it for that works for you. I feel that's that's the best way to put it. Absolutely. Yeah. You gotta come up with your own formula. Yeah. Now I noticed, you know, you have an assistant. Um, it seems like you delegate tasks. How important is delegating tasks in business? When, once you can do that, at least. Bro, I feel that, that there's a misconception about that because a lot of people think I have to wait until I'm making X amount of money to delegate. I don't think so. I think you should start right. delegating out the bat because that's what's actually going to help you scale faster. Um, there's a lot of little tasks, time consuming, that you could get them delegated for pennies in the dollars if you know how to do it right, outsource it, this, that. Um, and I think as a business owner, one of the things that has worked the best for me, as a business owner, the only two things that we should focus on is 
bringing revenue, bringing money into the business, that's the life of the business, and scaling the business, mm -hmm. right? Coming up with creative ways to scale right. new products, new ideas, right? Making the connections, the networking. Aside from that, everything else needs to get delegated. I don't care what it is. Mm. And everything else needs to get delegated. It doesn't matter if you think you're the best one at it. It's better to have 10 people doing 20% of what you do than 100% of yourself. Right. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Now, um, let's take it back a little bit. Like, let's, uh, let's say you're Manny now and Manny coming right out of college. What would you tell Manny coming right out of college, you know, before you started those businesses? What, what's the biggest piece of advice, business advice, life advice that you would tell Manny coming right out of college? Awareness, bro. Awareness. Um, there's, there's, that's one of the biggest thing out there because just knowing the right people will make you money. Like, literally. Just being in the right network, knowing the right people. Um, environment is one of the biggest things. So the, for the, the, if there's one thing I could tell myself is go meet more people, um, get out there more, do more self-development, work on yourself a lot more, get to know yourself a lot more. That's one of the biggest thing. Um, but essentially just get out there, get out there, meet people. Those people have the answers that, 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 that for, for your questions. So networking and get out there. What are some of the best ways that you network? Cause I mean, obviously that's how yeah. we found each other. We found each other at a, at a seminar, Tony Robbins seminar, but what are some of the other ways? Amazing event, by the way, I can't wait for next year. I heard it's in, yeah. in, uh, in Dallas. Yeah, bro. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I like that a lot. Texas is so I'm excited. State. I'm excited for that. Yeah, bro. Events. Uh, events is the biggest thing. Social media helps out a lot. Um, I'm not like, I, yep. that's something I'm working on myself. Um, I'm not the type of guy that goes to an event and talks to everybody. That's not who I am. I go to an event, I pay attention. Um, and I talk to one or two, three people that somehow, some way feels like I need to talk to them or I want to talk to them. And that's cool. But just because I'm at an event, I'm not talking to 20, 30 people. Which is it's not it's not that it's right or wrong. That's just who I am, right? Um, so that's something that I'm working on because I feel obviously, like I just said, it will help me a lot more to network and get to know more people. But uh, events, um, social media, and and one of the biggest things that I, I just uh, realized I learned recently is hobbies, things that you like doing, things that you have fun doing, yeah. and that. And if you're able to find a common ground between money and hobbies, you golden ticket, because then you get to meet people within your same status, right? Um, or higher there that do the sports that you like. For example, skydiving, right? Skydiving is a, it's a expensive sport. It takes, it takes some money to be able to, you know, do it consistently and to get licensed and you know, all of that. Yep. So I had no idea. I just wanted to learn skydiving. I didn't do it to network. I just did it because I wanted to learn. But I have met so many great people in this sport in literally the past few weeks. That is incredible. And people way higher than me, you know, way higher mm -hmm. um, that they do the sport because the adrenaline rush, because they love it, because they like it. Um, so sports, right? I don't know. Whatever you like, if it's golf, if it's, you know, soccer, if it's whatever the case may be, figure it out where the people with money play, go play there. Go find someone that is the best one at it, yeah. learn the sport, have fun with it, and you will build a lot more solid relationships than literally just knocking on doors or, or walking up to people, right? Because now you have a common ground. Right, yeah. Exactly, yeah, I love the hobby thing. That's what I've been trying to do. Like today I'm going rock climbing. I want to go try boxing next week, CrossFit. I just want to try a yeah. bunch of different things, meet a bunch of different people. 
So yeah, dude, I love that. Let's actually, let's hit on skydiving. Bring me back to like the first ever time you decided to jump out of a fucking We gotta plane. get you jumping. When you come back uh, down here to Miami, we gotta get you, <laughs> we gotta get you jumping. Yeah, but, um, oh dude, I'm definitely here. Yeah, that. no, let's do it. But yeah, bro, so I, bro, I used to say, it's funny, cause I used to say, I won't jump if it's not in Dubai, because if I die, I wanna die with a view. I don't wanna die here in Homestead on a, you know, on a plane field. <laughs> so I used to say that just joking yeah. around um, until one day that I just, I just felt I wanted to do it and I said, fuck it, I'm not gonna wait for Dubai. I haven't been to Dubai. I'm not gonna wait for Dubai. I'm gonna just jump. So I called a couple of friends. Some people couldn't make it. Um, a good friend of mine, he said, all right, I'm scared of heights but I'm going with you. I was like, right, say less. We went, we jumped. And the guy that I jumped with that first jump, um, amazing guy nowadays, he, he's my coach. He's the one that walked me through the process, helped me out with everything. Super successful dude um, and great, great, uh, great friend. I asked him, I was like, hey, look, I did this, felt amazing, loved the adrenaline. Can I learn with you? Can you teach me? I had no idea at this point who this guy was. I just knew he had a lot of experience. Um, he had, I think back then, like over 15, 20,000 jumps. So I'm like, you're definitely the guy I want to learn from. And I just started learning with him, learning with him little by little. And uh, yeah, after that, we started traveling together. He went to Venezuela. I went to Venezuela with him, met some great people over there, got the full license, did the full license with him. And, and now we have built a, a great, great relationship, right? We're doing all the businesses together. Um, aside from, you know, just skydiving, yeah. we're just doing all the businesses. So it was like that literally in a matter of a few weeks and a matter of less than two months. I went from first jump to like, all right, we're licensed. Yeah. It's crazy how one thing leads to the other. Yeah. That, like from skydiving, you now made a business connection and like, you know, it's just, it's crazy how some, some things just happen just like that. Um, so what's it, what's it like feel like when you jump out of a plane? Like what bro, the best feeling ever. The best feeling ever. You're on free fall for, I want to say, a good 30 to 60 seconds. You're going on free fall. Yeah. And that feeling of, like, you're super scared and you're like, fuck, I'm, I'm jumping. To then jumping and be like, oh, chill. Like, this is the best experience ever. Um, that wow. feeling, that adrenaline rush when you get on the plane, um, when you're practicing, when you're learning, you're like, you don't want to do anything wrong. So at the beginning, the few jumps, the first few jumps, you're like, you're thinking about every little thing that you got to do. You got to this, the chest trap, the, the other straps, the this, the that, what a pool, if it opens up wrong, what do I do? Emergency procedure. So you're thinking about so many things that adrenaline is like so high and then you jump and it's like, you're floating, right? You're, you're flying. So wow. it's like amazing experience. Um, I had a couple rough landings that uh, I was there learning and it taught me a lot about life. Uh, you get to appreciate life a lot mm. because you wow. know for those few minutes, like anything goes wrong, you're done. That's crazy, man. Do you think, uh, do you think skydiving is going to lead you to doing any other things like bungee jumping? Oh, definitely. Like those, those bat suits. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no bat suit, yeah. no there yet. Um, don't think so. Honestly, that one's <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. Uh, more risk. Um, I do want to do base jumping. That takes a little bit longer, uh, more experience, more jumps. I want to grow uh, within, right? Get more experience within the, the 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 sport. But definitely, yeah. I just love the adrenaline. I love every sport that that you know I can get myself out there and and learn and put and challenge myself. So definitely gonna be doing more skydiving for sure.
Um, what other like hobbies do you have that are kind of maybe like skydiving or just anything? In yeah, I did boxing for a while. I love boxing. Um, the gym is one of the biggest. I don't know if it's a hobby. I don't know if it's just the discipline, but I just love the gym. I love to be in there yeah. for those 30, 40 minutes. I love working out with my guy. His name is David. Um, he's a great personal trainer, and I love to be there for that one hour, right? That, that time for me. But aside from that, hobbies, traveling. I love traveling. Um, I love going to new places. Uh, what else? Flying a plane. I'm learning how to fly a plane now. I want to get the pilot uh, certification. Ooh. So just learning, bro. Yeah. One of my biggest hobbies is what else can I learn? Like, I want to get better. How good can I get, right? Which is always like this. Right. You know, sometimes you start learning, you're like, fuck, I don't want to do anything. And then you pick up again. Again, bro, roller coaster, nothing is used like black and white, you know. Um, but definitely, definitely just biggest hobby is learning, learning sports skill sets. I want to learn Italian. So like stack up on skill sets. Mm -hmm. No, for sure. Yeah, you mentioned uh, you mentioned discipline. How important is discipline? For really just anybody in yeah. life, but you know, business owners in general, entrepreneurs, people getting started in you know wanting to become an entrepreneur. How important is discipline? I feel discipline is what it's what gets you going when you don't feel like doing it, right? Um, and it's just how you yeah. program your mind to do something. So, for example, the gym. I was the guy that used to say I would never work out every single day. It makes no sense, right? It makes no sense to follow a diet. I used to say all of that, all of that stuff. Um, and then once I build a habit, when it's legit a habit that you do it every day for a couple of years, it doesn't matter if you're in great shape. It doesn't matter. No, just the consistency of like that one hour in the gym every day. Um, then you get to see the real value of discipline because there's a bunch of times that I feel like I don't want to go to the gym. I don't want to wake up and you still go just because you're already programming your mind that one hour you're working out. It's already programmed, right? So I feel discipline is, is, is definitely one of the biggest thing when it comes to, you know, having great success. You got to do the stuff that you don't want to do sometimes, right? The calls, the, the, yep. the meetings, the whatever, you know, there's a bunch of stuff that you feel uncomfortable. You don't want to do. There's a client. You don't want to pick up the phone. You have to pick it up. You have to put your face out there. Right. right. And, and if you're not disciplined, mm -hmm. you let go of little things and those little things are stack up. So discipline is a big thing, man. big factor. Definitely. So you seem like a you know a super confident guy, and I think your discipline is a part of that. But what are some other ways that people can build confidence? I don't I don't think you build confidence, bro. To be honest, I think you build results. And if you're trying to be confident, go stack up some results. Go get some proof. Not for anybody, mm. but for yourself. Um, because I have, right. I have, bro, I have, I have had a lot of downs where I don't even feel confident. And I'm like, oh, can I do this, right? Like, oh, I don't know if I want to make it. But then I'm like, yo, I've been here before and I did it last time, so I know I can do it again, right? So how to build up confidence, how to be more certain of who you are, stack up results. Go make some money. Go make the calls. Go fucking jump if you have to jump. Because then you're building yourself a database of, of proof that why am I not confident if I've done all of this stuff, right? Like, I don't even have a reason to doubt myself. I've been able to do this. I can do this too. So kind of you put things on a scale, right? So I think that's the best yeah, yeah. Best way to put it. No, I like that a lot. Yeah, get that proof. Get that For yourself. You it doesn't matter. It's not for people. It's for yourself. Yeah. Stack up on results and stack up on knowledge. Because I feel the only reason people are not confident 
on a subject, an industry, or a conversation, or whatever it is, it's because they don't know enough. When you don't know enough, obviously you're not confident. But if I ask you about football, you've been playing football for 10 years, I'm pretty sure you're confident about football, right? So whatever area you feel that you're not confident on, just go study it, man. Like go listen to some, pe uh, some people that have the results that you want. Go read some books, go learn about that. And as you learn, as you're learning, you're gonna get, you're gonna be, you're gonna build up that confidence. No, definitely. Who are some people that, I know you mentioned a mentor before, but who are some other mentors in your life or just people that you aspire to? Um, bro, his name is Nick Gomez. Um, and you guys can go on IG, look him up. He's not that public. Um, he's not, you know, this social media guru, but he was one of the biggest impact in my life as a mentor that I've ever had. Um, him and a couple, a couple other people within his circle that, you know, they were there when I didn't have a penny and they had everything, you know what I mean? So they opened mm -hmm. up my eyes a lot. They helped me kind of like build that pathway to success. Um, and yeah, I, I still remember nowadays I was doing Uber Eats. I didn't have a penny and I was still texting him and he was still like on it. Yo, keep going, do this, do that, read this book, do this audio. Um, but one thing that you got to understand too, which I've learned over the years, these mentors, these people that have what you want, they don't have time to go all the way down to where you are at. And it's not because they're bad people. Right. It's just because you're in complete and a whole different frequency. They don't want to compromise their energy the same way you don't want to compromise mm -hmm. yours. So you want to get around right. people winning. You need to start winning. Right, because winning and getting results and putting out the hard work, the dedication, is what's gonna get those mentors that you that you aspire to be like, to be like, all right, I wanna hang out with this guy. I wanna meet him, I wanna get closer to him because you're winning, you're getting results. So they wanna be around winners, right? They wanna be around people with results. And be good people, bro, be good. Um, that's the biggest thing when you're building relationships, like don't turn your face in anybody, um, don't, don't scam anybody. Don't run away with anybody's money. Don't fuck around with anybody's girl. That's my two rules. You don't touch money or girl on a guy, right? Um, yeah. that's, it's, it's just principles. It's just principles that they help build those relationships. Money is, is, is nothing just because he has more or they have more. doesn't mean you can't be his friend, but be a friend, like genuinely care about these people. If you want to build a relationship, don't just be around them because they got money that that's because you yeah. can feel that when you have money you can feel who's around just because they're trying to make more money or they're trying to learn just learn and take from you no be the person that gives as much as possible and you will get that back in xyz um you know ways right multiple ways but you get that back just put out everything you got and and that's i feel that's the best way to build relationships with mentors yeah yeah i feel like it's it's about providing value what 100%. value can you bring to the table so yeah i mean that's a good question like for someone that's just starting out maybe they're 18 19 years older or they're just getting out of college and they see someone they have a mentor that they maybe know but you know what are some ways that they can create value so that mentor will you know value them yeah so i feel mentor doesn't have to be in person it's one thing i want to wanted to say doesn't have someone that you need to know. Um, I feel Tony Robbins is a mentor, right? I don't know the guy, I've never, you know, mm -hmm. I, I, we've been on the events, but I've never talked to him. Um, I have a lot mm -hmm. of mentors, Bob Proctor, rest in peace, one of the biggest influence that I've had in my career is his content, right? Um, and I never met him. Yeah. I never met him, never got mm -hmm. close to him. So mentors doesn't, you don't have to know him. You don't have to know them personally. 
um, it's just who you're learning from, right? Who you're getting that information right. from. But when it comes to someone that you're able to get close to, to answer your question, what is the best way to build value? One, be yourself, just be you. If they like it, great. If they don't, well, keep on going. But be yourself. Sure. Don't try to don't try to make up a persona just to just for them to like you. No, bro. Like this is who right. I am. You like me, great. You don't. There's another mentor, right? There's someone else that's gonna be able to connect better. Don't be fake. That's the biggest thing that I that I talk about. Just be yourself. However you are, whatever you do, just be yourself. Um, and how to add value? Everyone is missing something. Everyone needs something. Everyone is lacking in a specific area. So figure mm. that out, right? Um, right? They got shit ton of money probably because that's why you want them to mentor you. So money is probably not gonna be the, 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 the way of you adding value, right? Unless you mm -hmm. go and make a, a shit ton of money on your end and you're like, all right, you know, I can bring him more value Then do you really want him to mentor you, right? So money is probably not gonna be it um, if that's the area that you're looking at. So look at all the areas, right? What else can you do or what else? How else can you connect, find, find common ground? Um, sports that he likes playing, that they like playing, right? Sports that you like playing. Like how can I build the relationship, genuinely build the relationship? You just don't start going to sports that you never played just because you wanna, you wanna be with this guy. No, like genuinely build a relationship, finding common ground outside of business, you know, right. personal, this, that. Um, and even within business, I'm pretty sure there's a way for you to add value within his industry, their industry. Just figure out what are they missing. What is one thing you can help them with? Um, and the more value you add, the more that that person is gonna be inclined to help you, right? That's it's just a two-way street. Definitely. You gotta add value for you to get value. That's just how every relationship works. Yeah, man. So um, I'll, I'll switch topics a little bit. I know I see you traveling all around the world. Um, first of all, what's the craziest place you've been to, mm -hmm. and why is traveling so important to you? Um, bro, traveling. I feel it opens up your eyes to a whole nother dimension. Yeah. So think about this. I was born and raised in Cuba and I didn't even have internet. I didn't have access to a smartphone. I didn't have access to any of this stuff. So I didn't know anything that was going on outside. Right? So we're basically in a bubble. When you here in Miami, in Texas, in that, wherever you live, in your city, your town, if you don't get out there, you're on, on the same bubble, right? Because you don't get to see how people yep. live in Europe. You don't get to see how people live in, in Greece, I don't know, in other part of the world, right? You don't get to experience what they eat, how they feel, right? Um, you don't get to see how people are dying in the streets, starving. You don't get to see both um, you know, points of life. You don't get to see both faces. So I feel traveling builds up um, yourself it builds you up a lot because you get to learn a lot you get to see a lot um you get to network with people that are that you wouldn't ever uh you would never known and it, it, at the same time it helps you become a bigger you because now you have something to talk about right now when you're networking it helps with business because you're networking with someone and I don't know, they say, hey, I was in Italy last month. And if you were, you were in Italy, you can reference to that to build the relationship. You're like, hey, mm -hmm. I went to Italy a couple sure. months ago. I love this, this, this and that about Italy, right? Or I don't know, Venezuela, skydiving, right? Boxing, this gym, this, that. The more things that you do, 
um, and traveling is, is a big one, the more common grounds that you have to build relationships with other people, right? Absolutely. So I think that's, that's one of the biggest thing. Um, the craziest destination that I've been to, I think one of the trips that actually, um, you know, it opened up my eyes a lot. It was Greece, uh, Mykonos, we were to Mykonos, we were in Mykonos for about a week. And bro, it was, had a blast, amazing views, loved the vibe over there. Mm. Um, it opened up my eyes a lot. Um, aside from, from Mykonos, Italy also, Amalfi, I did Positano. Yeah. I spent about a month in Europe, did a couple of countries, uh, Spain, did London. But Italy, that the whole Amalfi Coast, Positano, bro, is just beautiful. Like perspective-wise, wow. like it opens up your eyes, you're like, wow. You know, so many little things like, bro, over there, guys, they dress up, they, you know, you, they, you know, clean haircut, like the girls, beautiful, right. beautiful girls dressed up. Like it's yeah. a different culture that you don't see here in the U.S. Right. So that's For one sure. of the biggest thing. And then on the other side, bro, Venezuela. Now, recently you get to see how some people yeah. live on $6 a month, six, 10, 20 bucks wow. a month. Right. So you get to see both, like I said, you get to see both ends, right, of the coin. So it, it helps. For sure. It helps. That's awesome, man. So I just want to bring it back, like Manny in Cuba, you were born in Cuba, you were, you know, you were broke, you were, then you moved to um, the United States and you had to come up from nothing. Um, have you ever imagined that you would be Manny sitting here today, traveling the world, skydiving, being a millionaire? Have you ever imagined that? Like how much does that mean to you? Yeah, so I think that's one of the biggest thing, one of my biggest advice to people um, coming up and it is to myself because remember, it doesn't matter what level you're in, it doesn't matter, you still have to use the same principles. And that's why I do so much emphasis on that seven step blueprint that I put together because it helps with every level yeah. you're in. Um, and one of the biggest mm -hmm. one is self-development, self-growth and imagination as one of your faculties, right? Um, yes, yeah. I saw myself being a millionaire be before I became one. I saw myself on a waterfront condo in Miami before I had one. I saw myself driving the car that I got before I got it, right? So yes, imagination plays a key role on who you are going to become. Um, because if, again, if you don't know that it's out there and you don't see yourself in it or doing it, you, you never strive to get it. It's lack of awareness. If you don't see yourself yeah. driving the car you want to drive, you never even know that car exists. So you have to see yourself doing what you like to be doing two, three, four, five years down the line. That's the only way you're going to get it. I feel without that, you won't be anywhere. Like you would just be scrambling here and there and making up some money. And, but yeah. at the end, you won't get to the destination because you don't know what it looks like. You don't know what it feels like. Um, Right. So yeah, a, a lot of growth that came with it that I had no idea I was going to be able to get there um, to those levels. And, but yeah, most of it, I, I, I saw myself doing it. I've been talking about it since I'm, bro, like since I'm sophomore year, I think it was freshman year. As I was a kid, I've been saying, mm -hmm. I want to make money. I want to, I, I want to be yeah. a, a millionaire. Um, so I, yeah, sure. it's, it's a big part of getting there. Can you bring me back to the day when you were able to make your parents financially free? Bro, it's, it's one of the biggest things, like I said, um, for me. We, we have a group shot, my mom, my dad, and, uh, and myself, and I have the, the screenshots, um, and I told them, 
by next year, I told them back next year, you both would never have to work again because you have to. I didn't have a penny when I said that. That's why I'm telling you it's imagination. I didn't have a penny when I said that. And I think it was three, four, five months after that, um, I sat them down and told them, I was like, you're both good to go. All of your expenses are paid for. Like, I'm gonna give you X amount of money every single month. It covers rent, car, insurance, water, everything. And you get a little bit left over for you to spend. So if you work, it's because you want to. Um, so my mom still works. Like, she, she, uh, she's been doing overeats for a while. Uh, she's a killer. She's the one that taught me. She's a killer. She loves doing it, bro. She loves to be out there driving around. Um, recently, she hasn't done it anymore because she's, she's traveling and all of that. But she's still moving. She's still yeah. doing things. My dad never worked a day again. He's like, bro, I'm done. Um, I'm going to get to study. I put him onto Tony Robbins. I got, them, I got him to the event. Um, so he has grown a lot in that field. So he's been reading like literally a book a week plus. Like this guy is crushing it. So I love wow. him. Um, he had a big change. That's a story for another day. But yeah, that that for me, that moment when I told them, you're both, you're, both of you are good to go. I felt that, bro. That, that, was, that was one of the biggest accomplishments I, I, I've ever done. I put a lot of weight on my That's shoulders. Um, a lot too. Yeah. Because now it's a responsibility. Now it's like, I, I can't get the Lambo because I got to pay for mom and dad. Um, so... <laughs> as, it's priorities, bro. I talk a lot about it and yeah. some people get the Ferrari and mom and dad is still work. You know what I mean? Some people get the condo and mom and dad is still working 40 hours a week. That wasn't me. I said, right. I don't want the cars. I don't want the house. I don't want any of it. I want them to don't have to work. Right? Um, so right. after that, everything started coming little by little. But it's just what you value most. Right? Do you want to be in a club right. hanging out? Having, that, this is my mindset back then. Um, now that we're talking about that, I, I didn't feel good, me in a club having fun when my, my dad had to wake up at 4 or 5 a.m. to go to work. It just, it's just like, yeah, bro, right. I, I was itching. I was like, nah, I, I can't do that. So, yeah, yeah. Until, I, until I gave them that and put them in that position, I literally didn't do anything. I, I cut a lot of fun, a lot of out of the process to just focus on I got to retire them. It's amazing, man. So um, one of the things that we always ask people on our podcast is, what is your purpose? Bro, it's, 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 it has changed a lot. Um, I'm still figuring it out. I don't know what it is mm -hmm. at the moment. Um, so I'm not going to yeah. tell you some bullshit here to make the podcast look good. I have no idea. Um, my biggest thing is I, I love helping people. I love this, you know, yep. talking um, shopping it up here for, for, uh, for a good hour or so. I love doing that. I love adding value and generally caring about people. Um, and I love making money. It's, 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 I don't do, make money because of what money buys me. I make money because I like making it. Um, so I feel, you know, it's, a, it's something around there. Something around their impact. I, I love to see people's reaction and people's face when you're able to change yeah. their life for good. Um, so it's the main thing is, is people, um, and the people I care about, I'm super like, you know, if, if I care about you, I really care, you know what I mean? So yeah. I want to give them all the people that I care about, I want to give them all and I want to care about more people. So it's around there. I just it's still not yeah, clear, yeah. you know, 
Uh, but the mission is sure. that just getting out there and impact as many people as, as I can. Little by little, takes time. It takes time of me figuring it out me to be able to be the yeah. best one I can out there, right? So it's a process. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Well, your story is super inspiring. Um, I really appreciate you coming on. Can you just uh, give a shout out to yourself, your Instagram, um, anything you want to shout out, your business, um, Facebook, yeah. YouTube? No, thanks, bro. I, I appreciate your time. Great podcast. And one, things that, one thing that I got to tell you, you're doing amazing work here with, with this. Um, it feels great to talk to you. Somehow it's comfortable, right? Talking with you. And we've been on a couple of calls and, and, you know, we've done, we, we, we went in started talking about business and all of that. And yeah, you have that. So yeah. explode it, you know, go crazy with it. Um, grow the podcast. I think you have something great here going on. Um, but yeah, you can find me, you guys can find me manicampos.co. That's my IG handle. That's manicampos.co. Everything you need to know is in there. Um, all social media platforms is the same handle. And if you wanna start working with me, there's the link on my bio. That's a seven step program. It's literally 40 bucks. Uh, that's, that's all it is. Uh, but that's a good way to get that foundational knowledge and a good way to start somehow connecting. Um, the, the hedge fund is not public, um, but, you know, start there. We'll get to know each other and eventually we'll do business. But, but yeah, that's, that's the best way to, to reach out. And anything I can do for anyone who's listening to this podcast, just hit me up on IG Send me a message and I'll be happy to answer you and, and, and figure it out, you know, how can we add value to each other? Awesome, man. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to come talk with us. And uh, you're super inspiring. And yeah, thanks so much, man. Appreciate Let's do it. it. Thanks a lot. Appreciate your time, bro. Keep rocking. Right. You guys could be anywhere in the world right now, but you guys are right here on the Right Now Show. So I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. If Manny gave you value today, make sure you guys go follow him on Instagram. And if you guys can just take one second and give this podcast a five-star review, it would help us out a lot. Take care, guys. Have a good one.